I read an article recently in Psychology Today that said one of the things HSPs need to be happy is permission to get emotional and to have a good cry. So I started to wonder if we really do need permission to show emotion as HSPs. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast, where we meet the joys and challenges of our sensitivity with open minds and hearts to awaken our best, highly sensitive selves. Welcome, my friends, Tanya here, and today we're chatting about feeling the need for permission or approval as HSPs, and more specifically, why we may feel we need permission to express our feelings and emotions. So the idea for this episode started when I read an article about HSPs and happiness. And number four said HSPs need, and I quote, permission to get emotional and have a good cry. And then the writer moved on to number five and so on. But the heading of this little blurb really started to bother me. What exactly did she mean by permission? Permission from who? Permission from our partners, from our boss, from our parents, from our friends, strangers, social media. And if we feel like crying or just start crying and can't control it, what are we supposed to do? Ask our boss, excuse me, can I have pre-approval to cry after this meeting? Or send out a memo to our coworkers or text to friends and family explaining that actually crying reduces and processes emotional stress and that holding in our tears and stress disturbs our bodily systems? And can we have their pre-authorization to cry when we need to, since it actually is a sign of strength that we and that we value our mental health? Now, I do wanna say that I don't think the author of this article had any flippant intentions in her word choice, but I do take issue with using a word like permission so casually and superficially without any explanation or deeper context. As highly sensitive people, we already often feel powerless to process all the emotions, sensations, thoughts, and sensibilities that are pulsing through our bodies, hearts, and minds day and night. And we're trying to self-regulate all of these things while navigating the expectations of others and our cultural norms that consistently reprimand us when we can't push all of our sensitivities down anymore and they finally break through the surface. And how would we even map out when, how, and from whom we should seek permission just to be our highly sensitive selves? Let's say we did decide to ask. Permission to cry at work. Permission to feel hurt when our partner upsets us. Permission to feel sad and angry when we see another living being suffering. What response might we get? And if it's not a nurturing, compassionate, or constructive response, where does that leave us as HSPs? So I want to ask you, whose permission might we be seeking to be our genuine, highly sensitive selves? Are we wanting or wishing for approval from our spouse, family, or friends, our boss and coworkers? And even if we're not asking permission with words, are we asking to be understood, to be shown compassion, to be accepted? By asking these things of others, 
we are asking permission. We're asking for others to validate us. We want other people to give us a green light that it's okay to express all the feelings, all the emotions, that it's okay to ask someone to turn down the music or lower the lights. We're asking permission from others to live peacefully as highly sensitive people. And when we do this, we're seeking approval outside of ourselves. When we start to recognize and accept how important our sensitivity is, not just to ourselves, but to our relationships, our communities, and our planet, we understand that this is something to be valued and respected. But with this acceptance comes one of the hardest parts. When we accept our high sensitivity fully, we're also making an agreement with ourselves. One that says, I have to be okay with the fact that not everyone in my life will receive me as I am. I accept that few people may be in a place in their own journey where they can validate my high sensitivity, but that I accept myself without any apologies. When we're able to do this, we're starting to change the conversation and the perception of what it means to be HSP. Now, is this an easy thing to do? Absolutely not. Does it take work? Yes, it does. Will we always see success from our efforts? Honestly, we'll probably have more failures than successes. Because as long as we're trying to play by all the rules that are currently in place and work within the system as it is set up now, we're going to struggle. As HSPs, we're taught that we need to move at the same pace as non-HSPs and that we need to echo how they feel and how they express themselves in order to be accepted. When someone dismisses us as too sensitive or tells you there's nothing to cry over, what they're really saying is, I don't respect your feelings. You're making me uncomfortable and I don't know how to deal with it. And too many of us already know how detrimental this can be to our mental and emotional states, to our physical bodies, and to our source energies. But I really do believe that as HSPs, we have the power within us to create and share a heart-centered way of living that can inspire everyone to live with more sensitivity, compassion, and empathy. And who says we can't? Who's decided that these rules of engagement our society has adopted are the best ones? Who has decided that the sensitive are weak and not strong? I truly believe that highly sensitive people are the heartbeat of the human race. I'd like to share this affirmation with you and try to remember this when you're overwhelmed and you don't feel maybe that you have permission to express your feelings. The affirmation is, I give myself permission to cry and express my emotions. No one else is needed. I give myself permission to cry and express my emotions. No one else is needed. We can't force others to accept or understand us but we can make every effort to understand and accept ourselves. Give ourselves permission to be highly sensitive people. 
Just because being an HSP is hard doesn't mean that we aren't strong enough to handle it. We don't need permission from anyone other than ourselves to label our sensitivity as an asset and as a strength. So how do we do this? How can we begin to change the conversation, first with ourselves, so we can then carry it out into the world? We learn to take ownership of our high sensitivity. We find small ways every day to embrace it, to express our emotions, feelings, and sensitivities in healthy and productive ways. We learn to stop apologizing for our high sensitivity We begin to respond to others and experiences instead of reacting to them. This is the hardest part, I think. It's painful and uncomfortable to leave our comfort zones, to go out and to live in the world as HSPs, especially when we feel we don't have the support that we want and that we need. And actually, this is why I'm creating a space just for us. You know, I couldn't find what I needed in the overcrowded Facebook groups or the articles on popular HSP websites. So I created something called the Highly Sensitive Healing Circle, a place where together we can have open and safe conversations about learning, healing, growing, and thriving as HSPs. What I've learned over many years is that yes, we can make changes on our own, But when we have the strength of a community alongside us, it really can make all the difference. For too long, I felt tired and isolated as an HSP, trying to figure out how to navigate relationships, jobs, toxic environments, and all the overwhelming sensations and the noise that comes with being an HSP. This community is private and it's away from the distractions and negativity of social media. It's free to join. There's no obligations to sign up for anything once you're inside. So if this sounds like something you'd like to be a part of and you'd like to learn more, I'll have a link in the show notes. In next week's episode, we'll talk about how we can learn to stop apologizing for our high sensitivity and why this is so important for our mental health. Until then, take care of yourself Share this podcast with your fellow HSPs and those that love them. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the good stuff. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me here on the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast. New episodes are released Wednesdays. And please feel free to reach out with any questions or comments. And never forget, we were given this highly sensitive life because we're strong enough to live it.